That was Tiger's Jaw with Can't Wait Forever off their new album, I Won't Care How You Remember Me. The latest album was put out by the band's new label, Hopeless Records, and dropped on March 5th of this year. Tiger's Jaw have been together for well over a decade now, since starting their career in Scranton, Pennsylvania back in 2005. In that time, they've put out a handful of EPs and six studio albums. I got to chat with the band's frontman, Ben Walsh, who has been with the band since the beginning. Ben and I chat about the new album, the relationship with their longtime producer, Will Yip, and we get some insight to what Ben has been listening to during this pandemic. Here's my chat with Ben Walsh of Tiger's Jaw. How has uh, the pandemic been for you? You know, it's it's brought on a whole new uh, set of challenges uh, as, in terms of being a band. Uh, you know, we we finished tracking our new record before the pandemic, and it was being mixed kind of like right when the news was breaking about it. So mm-hmm. uh, we really switched our our plans around quite a bit. We had to move a tour and you know push back the, the record release and kind of then once once we realized uh you know nothing was nothing was really going to change for a while with uh you know live touring we were like well we don't want to wait on this record anymore let's just set a release date um so it's just been about you know being creative in other ways uh you know trying to focus on self-care and you know not losing your mind like yeah feeling stuck um (laughs) You know, so it's overall, you know, it's, it's been really challenging, but we've, uh, we've still managed to, uh, you know, have, have a lot of fun experiences, uh, related to this record. So. Cool. That's great. Have you, have you been, uh, like in the same room with everyone at all? Or? Uh, a few times. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was a little tough cause, uh, like, so Teddy, our drummer lives in Detroit and, uh, Mark who plays guitar with us live also lives near Detroit. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Brianna and Colin are both in Northeastern PA and I'm in the, the Philadelphia area. So okay, we're, wow. we're a little, we're a little scattered, uh, yeah. you know, so, which never used to be a problem cause you know, we'd be touring and everyone's used to travel, but, um, you know, th- there was a good stretch of last year where we just didn't see each other. So we were doing some like solo live stream stuff over the internet, and uh, eventually we were able to get together and film a couple music videos and do, uh, we did a studio for a live stream performance. And then recently we got together to do uh, one more music video and uh, like our, uh, al- we filmed our al- album release show as well. Oh, wicked. Cool. So that's, yeah. all, that's all pre-done? Yeah, yeah. So we, there's just so many uh, like logistical issues with us getting together. Um, at certain points, you know, so based on everyone's availability, um, we just decided to do a lot, you know, it's a live performance, uh, but we, you know, we pre-filmed it. So we're going to premiere it uh, on release day uh, at eight o'clock Eastern time on YouTube. And we're going to, we're going to watch along, you know, and there's like a group chat sort of thing for the, for the premiere. And so we'll be, you know, answering questions and commenting along and just kind of hanging out and and watching along. So, uh, so that's, uh, next next Friday, March fifth is the the premiere. Yeah, that's super exciting. Are, are you uh, are you kind of like nervous releasing something during a pandemic, not being able to support the album with uh, tour dates? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we've this is our sixth record, and you know, the past few have followed the the pretty predictable cycle of like you promote the record, you release it, you go on tour, and you know, until you start writing again. So right. without the uh, without the element of touring, it, it you know feels a lot different. There's a lot of uncertainty and. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely stressful, but we're, we just, uh, tried to channel that creativity in other ways and like doing a lot of the, uh, the music videos that we've put out in a very sort of DIY sense and, um, you know, planning this, uh, live stream release show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we're just trying to stay creative in other ways and, and be as active as we can in sort of a virtual world. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. But definitely eager to, to get back to touring when it is something that is safe and appropriate. Right, for sure. Let's jump into the the new album a little bit. I've had a chance to listen to it and it sounds it sounds great. I was so Thank excited uh, when when you guys signed with Hopeless. Uh, how how has that been that relationship with uh, the new label? Oh, it's it's been really great so far. Um, you know, they, they've been super supportive of, uh, you know, our sort of creative process and, um, you know, they, they have such a small but powerful and dedicated team, you know, like it's sort of like a lean group, but they get so much done and, uh, you know, it feels like working with a major label, you know, but you're, but you're dealing with a very small, uh, very small personable team and, you know, it, it feels as though, you know, they have so many bands on, on the label, but yeah, when they're working out, know, but you feel as though you're the only, like you're their priority or you're their only band, you know? So uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. It's been a, a great working relationship so far. For sure. Speaking of working relationships, uh, I was, I was stoked to see that you guys worked with Will Yip again for the listeners who don't know, Will Yip has produced a ton of stuff at his career uh, including like Circus of Vive albums, the Menzingers, Movements, uh, who I believe are on the roster with you. Tell me about this relationship working working with Will. I know sometimes people like trying different producers for different things, but you seem to have stuck with him for the last few releases. So I think that uh, what's what's really striking about Will as a producer is that he really immerses himself in his role as like, you know, thinking in terms of what works for that band not necessarily like what he would do personally. Like he really puts himself in like in the mindset of like, what would somebody in Tiger's jaw do to approach this song? You know? So um, yeah, people definitely go to different producers for different things, but when you trust a producer can get different things out of you, then it, you know, it, it's, it's sort of the same vibe, you know, very early on, Will and I met up and just kind of talked about what, uh, you know, what we wanted for this new record, how we wanted to make it different, how we wanted to progress. And, uh, you know, one of the big things was we, we really wanted to change the production and, and really try to capture the human live element and that human sort of like energy, because this, you know, this record comes after our most busy touring schedule that yeah. we've ever had as a band. So, um, so we've really like refined that sort of uh, energy and that live performance over, you know, years and years of, of touring very regularly. So we really wanted to make sure we captured that in this, uh, in the production of this record. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you did like, it definitely, it definitely has that feel to it. You can feel that, that energy, that live energy off the floor. It's, it's great. So Teddy, Teddy and Colin are now full-time members. Mm-hmm. And I know that for this album, 
it's been a very collaborative effort with everyone having their hand in the songwriting. What was the main decision to, to, to do that? Sure. Uh, well, I think we just, you know, we're able to take advantage of the fact that we had spent so much time together, getting to know each other as people, you know, learning our tendencies as musicians and just kind of built up this level of trust, you know, like uh, they've been playing our older songs on tour for so many years and, you know, they, they learn the ins and outs of like who, you know, who myself and, and Brianna are as songwriters. And so it just felt very natural to, to start demoing and, and working on songs together. Cool. Is there like an overarching theme to the new album? Yeah, um, I think the, so the, the title track, I Won't Care How You Remember Me, is, is sort of a statement about uh, focusing on the things that you can control or have, have sort of control over and, uh, you know, just trying not to get hung up on the, on the, the little things that, uh, that you really can't control, mm -hmm. uh, you know, figuring out how to take accountability for yourself, you know, as a person and, you know, moving forward from, from things, uh, you know, gracefully and, um, not getting hung up on, on stuff that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, isn't, isn't a big deal or isn't something that you can even control, you know? So it's, gotcha. it's about, it's about getting out of your head a little bit and being more present in the moment mm -hmm. and, you know, lear learning from things to, to be able to grow and, and move yourself forward as a person. So that's kind of the overarching um, theme of that song, but it spreads throughout the record as well. Gotcha. Yeah, I definitely got a sense of that too. So that that's uh, that's cool that we're on that same wavelength for sure. Awesome. This might be a bit difficult to answer. It usually is. Uh, but what's your favorite track <laughs> off the new album? <laughs> um, or top three? So I've 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 had to answer this, and it it tends to change a little bit. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so I think my my initial answer are the are sort of the bookend tracks, the opening and closing tracks are really special to me. Uh, so st starting with the, the title track, you know, it's a very, it's a very raw sort of vulnerable, uh, lyrical song for me. Um, so it's, it's special from, from that sense. Um, I think it's a really effective introduction to the record. Um, you know, it, it sort of like pulls you in gradually and then there's this big sort of payoff at the end mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, transitions into, the, the second song cat's cradle in a really interesting way. But, yeah. um, but it's, yeah, it's just like, it captures this really interesting energy and is, is sort of like a perfect prologue to the, to the rest of the record. Um, and the, it, it begins with my voice and acoustic guitar in the same way that the last track anniversary ends with just acoustic and, and vocal. So it sort of ends where it begins, mm -hmm. uh, and uh and yeah so to talk a little bit about the last song um anniversary is i think very early on uh it was teddy who said this needs this needs to be the last song on the record it just has this oh, wow. sort of like it just sort of has this like energy of like it's a conclusion to something you know right um, yeah and uh and yeah so in the context of like the track listing and everything um it, it does feel like this sort of satisfying, conclusive, like acceptance or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, so that, that was a, a really fun track to work on. And um, hmm, if I had to give a third, uh, maybe the, the track Lemon Mouth, which is 
one of one of Brianna's songs that she developed uh, with Colin playing guitar. So I actually got to switch over to, to bass for that song. Oh, cool. And, uh, and Colin played played the guitar. And there's this this really uh, interesting chord progression. There's this really cool noisy sort of guitar solo right after the first verse. And the the lyrics are very personal and very Brianna. So it's just like getting in her headspace for a little bit is really cool for me as like a listener of, of, of the songs that she writes, you know, it's, it's right. a really cool, it's a really cool song uh, of hers. And it, it was really fun to just kind of like take this different role in it and, and just focus on, you know, the baseline and uh, you know, it's just a really cool track that kind of like, um, it just, it just reminds me of, of uh, like, so Colin and, and Brianna, they live in the same town basically. And uh, we just have like this really great core group of friends there. And, um, you know, it just sort of is like, it just reminds me of that sort of hometown camaraderie. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That was in my top three. I love new Detroit. That was the one that like caught my, my ear, I guess. Cool. Um, and can't wait forever. I just, it's so catchy. I like that one a lot too. Thank you. <laughs> What can you tell me about the album art? It looks like it was like it was like a shot taken from the uh, Cat's Cradle music video. Yeah, well, it sort of worked in reverse of that, where for the Cat's Cradle video, we tried to like recreate the vibe of the of the uh, album art. But oh, interesting. Bri okay. But Brianna has always done our album artwork, you know, and, and she tries to incorporate different, you know, different like mediums of art, like photography and painting and. Uh, mixed media and things like that. So, um, so she came up with the idea and just wanted to create this sort of like mysterious looking, like uh, this, this, it's just like a bunch of different interesting looking textures mm -hmm. and you don't, you don't exactly know what's going on or, or when it is or what it is. So it's just like a little bit, uh, a little bit ambiguous, but it, it's, um, it's, it's something that's, it's hard to put into words really. Like when I think about the, the sound of the record and, and picture the, the album art, like there's some sort of connection there. And yeah. I think it's, it's open to interpretation with like how you connect the two. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite, uh, album artworks that, that she's done. Yeah, no, it, um, it definitely fits with that vibe that's something that I, I try and do a lot now is just really paying attention to the album art or like album covers so uh you yeah know, it just makes sense but I couldn't put my finger on it now <laughs> yeah but like okay that's that's totally fine of an answer then too because that's kind of what I felt as well I'm like this makes sense but I don't know why <laughs> exactly yeah it's yeah. it's a little bit it's a little bit mysterious and a little bit open-ended but if you take the time to kind of equate the two it does it does line up in a in an interesting way. Right, right. What's going to be your favorite track when you are allowed to perform live? What what's going to be your favorite to finally be able to play for people? Um, I as you mentioned, "Can't Wait Forever" is is a pretty great one for just like the the kind of driving energy of the mm -hmm. track. Um, that one's super super lively, and I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then on the sort of opposite end of the spectrum, the, the song Never Wanted To is, is a very sort of like laid back and sort of chill vibe. So I think mm -hmm. uh, in, in the context of like a live show, I really enjoy like the, the sort of peaks and valleys of energy. Okay. And uh, 
And so like in those quieter, more delicate moments, like the, those are just as interesting to me as like the really high energy, uh, like sort of really rock parts. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So. I get that. Cool. I wanted to talk about one of the music videos, the video for Hesitation. It's wild. I <laughs> it just it just felt so different from everything everything else you've been releasing lately. And uh, I I just needed to know who came up with the idea behind that and uh, how fun that must have been. It looks like it was just such a fun music video to shoot. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Uh, so our our good friend Shane Moran came up with the idea. And, you know, he just had this idea for these characters and he wanted it to be very, uh, very sort of quick and driven by the rhythm and the mm -hmm. beat of the song. So like all the camera movements are very lined up to very specific beats in the yeah. song. So uh, you almost like, it, it has this really great rewatch value because you pick up on different things, yeah, uh, you know, each, each time you watch it. but. Um, but it was, it was done in a very sort of DIY sense. Like our, our friend Joe built all of like the stage, uh, like the stage and the stairs for that. And then the, uh, like the knife throwing board and the, uh, the boxes for being sawed in half, like mm -hmm. the, the magician thing. So, uh, our friend Joe built all of that in his garage. And then we, we all got together a few days before the, the shoot and we painted everything and, uh, like Brianna worked with Shane to like design all of like the, the logos that we painted on everything. And, um, it was just like this really fun cooperative, uh, like effort. Uh, yeah. and it was just driven by this, driven by this very cool and specific and very vis vivid visual idea that Shane had. So yeah, it was yeah. really fun, really it, fun to bring it together. It's, yeah, it's such a fun video to watch. And like, you're definitely right. I've watched it a, a couple of times now and there's always like new things I'm picking up and seeing and on each watch. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, it's great. <laughs> cool, Ben. I normally end my uh, interviews just with like some more broader general music questions just so fans can get a chance to really like get to know what, you know, their favorite artists are, are listening to. I, I'd like to know what musician or band or artist has been getting you through the pandemic the most like who who have you been going to the most to kind of get you through harder times um the uh so the deluxe version of tom petty's wildflowers came out last year and i've just been really obsessed with that because it uh i got the uh the vinyl deluxe set that has the album tracks and then it has the additional studio tracks that were left off the album and it has some home recordings uh and it's just like this expansive collection of of tracks and tom petty's one you know one of my favorite songwriters of all time so yeah uh it was sort of just diving back into to that record and, cool. uh, so that's probably the, the the top one for me okay Wicked. Yeah. My, my partner's going to love that answer. She absolutely <laughs> adores Tom Petty. How do you go about finding new music? I, uh, I think through, through the more general, uh, you know, Spotify algorithmic stuff, uh, you know, which isn't my preferred way of, of finding out about stuff, but, um, but it's, it's still a nice thing when it does happen that way. Right. Um, you know, in a, in a, in a pre pandemic world, I, I love going to record stores and looking, looking at the new releases sections. Um, you know, most of probably all of my friends are come from the, the music sort of world. So, mm -hmm. 
you know, when somebody hears something that they like that, you know, it's usually recommended to every, you know, all of their friends or posted on their social media or whatever. So, um, so yeah, just through kind of pretty, pretty basic channels, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, I think one thing that's really been cool about, uh, music in the pandemic is the, um, just people trying to be more supportive and figuring out how they can support their artists more with things like, like Bandcamp Fridays and, uh, you know, more artists doing live streams. And, um, and when we were doing Instagram, uh, performances, I would, I would play a couple songs and then, uh, and then invite, uh, one of my friends through our, you know, split the screen sort of like this and Mm -hmm. then let, let my friend play a couple songs and then try to get, you know, our fans to listen to someone new or something like that. So, um, so yeah, just through, you know, through, through things like that, um, you know, I, I'm always listening out for, for new music. For sure. For sure. Okay. Then follow up. Uh, what is your latest and greatest find? It could be, it could be someone old, maybe someone new, just someone new to you that you found recently that you're really into. Hmm. Um, probably Bartiz Strange. Um, okay. he just put out a record called live forever, um, a few months back. Uh, on memory music and I had, I had heard the name before but hadn't really checked out his stuff until um until uh Will Yip told me that they were like working together on releasing that that record and I checked it out and was just blown away it's just really incredible interesting songwriting and he's he's just a, a really natural performer and has an incredible voice um so I've really I've really been enjoying watching the world celebrate that record because uh you know it, it's he seems to be having a really cool moment right now cool and uh and I'm, it's exciting to watch that happen sweet yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna make a note of that and check that it's out a great after, record right yeah. after this nice all right man that's it we are done i know you have uh you have another one right after this so. <laughs> no worries Get i appreciate you having so me on hey man uh it's, it's been so much fun i i can't wait for this all to end so i can uh, see you guys play live <laughs> Yeah, we can't uh, wait for that too. Yeah, I'll be tuning in for the the album release on uh, next next week. Awesome. Cheers man. Have have a great day. Thank you. Take care.